two quarters down, two quarters to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bill Barr broadcast booth alongside Riley Nelson. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 30 minutes to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU 28, Utah Tech 20. BYU big plays in the first half. The Cougars have three touchdowns or had three touchdowns over 20 yards in half number one. BYU's had at least two touchdowns of 20-plus yards in every game except two this year. The Oregon and the Wyoming games, they had one each of 20 or more. But that means in every game, BYU's had at least one quote-unquote big play touchdown. And in most games, they have multiple big play touchdowns. And Keanu Hill had the biggest plays of the day, so much so that Keanu Hill has already tied the single-game Sitake-era high for most touchdown catches in a game, and we're only halfway through. Dax Milne had three TDs against, uh, against Houston back in 2020. No BYU receiver, no BYU player has more than three receiving touchdowns in a game under Kalani Sitake. And certainly with uh, probably some starters' time still left, Keanu's got a chance to become the first ever with four touchdown passes in the game. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Utah Tech adjusts their scheme. Right now, they're heavy on uh, making sure that Pukunakua doesn't hurt him, and that's given Keanu opportunities. Now that he's got 137 and three touches against him, I wonder if they roll the coverage more to Keanu's side. Kickoff to start half number two. Jake Oldroyd from left to right, north to south. And a fair catch is called for by Joey Hobart and makes the catch a yard or two deep in the end zone. And out to the 25-yard line come the Trailblazers. They won the coin toss and deferred to the second half. Again, a busy radio day today. Day began in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The North Carolina Tar Heels defeating Jen Rockwood's BYU women's soccer squad 3-2 in the Sweet 16. So BYU's season ends and the Tar Heels move on to the Elite Eight. That started our broadcast day. Football now and then basketball tonight. BYU home to Nichols. Mark Durant will join me courtside for that. Victor Gabalas in shotgun. Quali Conley off his left. Trips to the left. And the handoff goes right. That's a nifty gain of six yards on first and ten for Quali Conley. Six-foot, 210-pound sophomore. Eight rushing touchdowns on the year coming in two today. Sets up a second down and four from the Utah Tech 31-yard line. These two teams scheduled to open the 2026 season here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU looking to go 17-0 against FCS teams all time. He started and stopped it and restarted. Did Quali Conley to the right side and got only a yard. So a third down and three coming up for the Trailblazers. Formerly Dixie State, now Utah Tech. Utah Tech in the reclassifying FCS category right now. The average score in BYU's previous FCS games was 48-9. This is not that game. Utah Tech 3 for 7 on third downs. BYU 3 for 6 on third downs today. Cabalas with a hand clap and a midsection high snap. And he throws for Hobart, who makes a leaping catch and takes contact. He's sandwiched in midair and comes to the ground with the football. What a grab from Joey Hobart. So comfortable going across the middle. So comfortable when expecting and taking contact. There's a reason why this guy had 80 catches on the season coming into this game and has added an additional six, and he's not done. I think the thing I love the most about it is you don't see it too often these days, but he's playing with no gloves. He's doing it old school in the cold weather. 
Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big time banking where the home team feels Zions Bank is for you and Quali Conley takes the handoff right for a loss of one on first and ten from the Utah Tech 42 yard line Keenan Peely in on the tackle Keenan Peely is one of those players who's not a senior but being honored on senior day he's one of those fourth and fifth year guys that has eligibility remaining should he choose to use it but they're covering their bases with a lot of people today on this senior day we'll give you all the players who will be honored in post game in alphabetical order when we get a moment second and ten for Gabalas. no gain on the previous play steps out of a would-be Lorenzo Fawatea sack and then airmails it intended for Devin Osborne down the right sideline Players being honored today alphabetically Clark Barrington, Chris Brooks, Braden Cosper, Matt Criddle, Lorenzo Fawatea, Blake Freeland, Jaron Hall, Ammon Hanneman, Caleb Hayes, Houston Haymuli, Britton Hogan, Chris Jackson, Lopini Katoa, Jackson Kafusi, Harris Lachance, Hayden Livingston, Lane Lunt, Atunai Samahe, D'Angelo Mandel, Earl Mariner, Earl Tuioti Mariner, Jackson McChesney, Malik Moore, Puka Nakua, Jake Old, Roy Keenan Peely, Alema Peely Mai. Will hold tight right there for this third down and 10 from the Utah Tech 42. Backpedaling and throwing high. Another great catch made. Did he bring it in or did it drop? It dropped to the ground. Devin Osborne is down and the ball hit the ground. And that's too bad because Osborne had to go high in the air. Reached both hands high above his head. He appeared to bring it in, but no, the ball pops loose and he stays down. And so his numerical opposite, Gabe Judy Lowley, breaks up the pass intended for. It was Osborne again, though, right? Yeah, Osborne number one gave Judy Lally number 11. Either way, Osborne appeared to have the catch and couldn't quite haul it in. I'll wrap up the rest of my seniors very quickly. Left off with Alema Pilimai, Morgan Piper, Gabe Summers, Pepe Tanavasa, Alden Tofa, Max Tuli, Joe Tukuafu, George Udo, Mason Wake, and Peyton Wilgar. And those are the seniors and others being honored today. Timeout on the field on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. To the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 12.33 to play in the third quarter here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Fourth down and 10 for Utah Tech as we come back in after an injury timeout to Devin Osborne. And that'll be a loss for the Trailblazers. Three catches, 138, and a score for Osborne today. Andrew Day will punt away. Only the second time this season that a BYU opponent has had to punt on the first possession of the second half. Happened in the Wyoming game as well. Will shuffle to the right. Endover ends it to the eight-yard line to Hobbs Nyberg. Nyberg has room to the right. Stops at the right hash. Cuts it back up field. Nice tackle made at the 20. Given the 21-yard line. BYU first and 10 from the 21. BYU football is brought to you in part by Bam Bam's Barbecue. Bam Bam's Barbecue bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Either tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. So Jaron Hall, having an outstanding day, is back in play here in the third quarter. Jaron today, 14 for 18 for 275. Four touchdowns, no picks, a pass efficiency rating of 279.4. Pistol formation, Chris Brooks, the running back. You may see a lot of running for BYU if they can gain ground, uh, yards on the ground, but Brooks will get just one to the 22 with 12-12 to play in the third quarter. BYU 28, Utah Tech 20 is our score. During this three-game win streak on which Utah Tech is, 
43 points per game is what they're scoring. And they're, you know what? And, and by pacing, they were kind of on the same pace today with 20 at right, halftime. Right on pace for 40. Yeah, crazy. Their season total attendance, including home and away games, is 53,158. And BYU maybe came near that this afternoon on this one day of football. Jaron Hall, shotgun. On a three-step, the right-hander guns it to his right. The catch is made shy of the line again. Braden Cosper to the 29-yard line. So from the 23 to the 29, numbers right side. It'll be a third down and three for BYU. 11.25 to play in quarter number three. Connor Brooksby, by the way, two field goals, has made 10 consecutive field goals. He gave his team a 6-0 lead this first two three-pointers of this day. Over this three-game win streak, not only 43 points a game, but 541 yards per game. And at halftime, they were pacing for 500-plus. Under center, and a quick, quick formation switch, creating trips left and twins right to an empty for Jaron Hall on his third down and a long two. And he throws incomplete wide of Isaac Rex, who had the first down yardage, but BYU on a fourth and two from the BYU 30 will punt it away. So, Riley, one of your keys to the game became keys of the half. You wanted no punts in the first half, right? And there, right, and there, there, were, there were a few or three. Yeah. This will be the fourth punt of the day for Ryan Rico. Defense, I wanted two turnovers. They got one, the pick by Jacob Robinson. And then the kicking team to do its job, which it has. Oldroyd has only had PATs, but he's four for four. Meaning he now has 76 in a row, extending his BYU record. Ryan Rico. Missiles this one into a fair catch at the Sioux. A bobble, but a, <laughs> a half muff, but he caught it. Kept it off the ground. That was David Fisher. Makes the fair catch and sets Utah Tech up at the 17-yard line. So 10.43 to play in the third. BYU 28 and Utah Tech 0. Utah Tech in his third season of FCS transition. First full season in WAC play. The WAC is now a six-team conference. Not the old WAC, which was FBS. This is the FCS version of the WAC. First full season in the WAC. And one of the interesting, teams, interesting thing is uh, one of the teams in the WAC is Sam Houston State. And they're transitioning to FBS next season. Mm. And they'll open at BYU. Interesting. Actually, be the second game, I think, for BYU. I think it goes Southern Utah, then Sam Houston State. That's the last game BYU will play before the uh, Big 12 schedule begins as Quali Conley takes a handoff up field for one, maybe two. Yeah, so Sam Houston State leaves the WAC this year, joins FBS next year, I think Sunbelt, and becomes uh, an opponent for BYU. So BYU will open with uh, an FCS and then a former FCS. And then go to Arkansas, beg your pardon. Then Big 12 play starts. That's Got what it. happens, yeah. Second down nine from the Utah Tech 18. Belt high snap to Gabalas, the right-hander, through his to his right and just sent it over the head of Joey Hobart incomplete. So third down and nine. Not a great throw there from Gabalas. Whatever happened to the announcement of the Big 12 schedule? I thought we were expecting it sometime around midseason, but it just doesn't. Have they ever said officially what happened? Now, it's been put off a little bit, but I heard that closer to the Big 12 championship game, which would be first weekend of December is when you're expecting it now. So around when the teams converge in uh, Arlington is when we should see the first Big 12 schedule. So it's probably just a couple weeks away. Third down nine for Utah Tech at the Trailblazer 18-yard line. Ten minutes to go in quarter number three. Cabalas sets his feet. Pressure comes in, steps out of a John Nelson sack and takes off to the near sideline. He's forced out of bounds. 
by Gabe Summers. And it'll be fourth down and punt for Utah Tech. So Andrew Day in to boot it away. Andrew's day, Andrew Day's day today. Two punts for an average of 48. So Hobbs Nyberg back in punt return position at the BYU 40-yard line. He's been close a couple times, Hobbs has been, on punt return. It looks like uh, they're definitely not set up to block. It looks like they could have a return set up here. Here's hoping for some fireworks. Hmm. It's kind of a, uh, a, a wobbler. Not much under it. And to the 45-yard line, Hobbs had to run up to return it and falls on the ground for no return. And so BYU first and 10 from its own 45-yard line. Hobbs Nyberg earlier today had his longest kickoff return as a BYU Cougar. Timeout on the field, so we'll take it. 9-19 to play in the third quarter. BYU leading Utah Tech 28-20 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's favorite local law firm. Can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Uh, ben brought this up with Mitch at halftime, but uh, Keanu Hill is still sitting at the six catches, 137 yards, all in the first half. Those are the most receiving yards for a BYU player in a first half since Mitchell Jurgens back in 2015 when he had the 137. Keanu, by the way, tied for the eighth most receiving yards in the first half in BYU football history with those 137. So Keanu, six for 137 and three scores. I believe Keanu is wide left here. He is indeed on this first down and 10 for BYU at its own 45-yard line. Kooks 28, Utah Tech 20. Pistol formation. Motioning is Puka. Pirouetting and play faking is Hall. Jaron sees pressure. Pocket collapsing. Forcing him out to his right. Throws it away on the run. Second down and 10. Incomplete pass stops the clock. 9-10 to play here in the third quarter. 28-20. BYU not nursing its lead with the run, but uh, getting out to throw was Jaron Hall. Throws incomplete. Only averaging three yards per rush. It's been tough sledding for the run game, surprisingly, in my opinion, uh, for BYU. Utah Tech at 4.4 yards per tote today. From the 45, ball near hash. BYU left to right as we see it and you hear it. The fly sweep motion man is Roberts. The handoff receiver is Chris Brooks, and he gets out to the 50 with a flag flying, stopping the clock again. Four-yard gain to the 49. It'll be second and sixth, barring the uh, result of the penalty here. It's going to be on BYU's... Holding, I think. Well, Although I don't think the two flags are for the same penalty. Yeah, this game is trudging now. Long discussion. Clock stopped. Here comes the call from our referee. Personal foul. Illegal block below the waist. Offense number 13. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. Replay second down. Referee John Noley. Identifying Mason Wake as the offender. We'll back it up to the 30-yard line. 9.05 remaining in the third on this senior day. Five penalties against BYU on the day. Utah Tech at three for 25. Not the cleanest of days. Certainly BYU's produced enough offensively. All the points coming in the second quarter, by the way, but... Uh, 
Could be a little tidier against an FCS opponent for sure. Chris Brooks left hip of Hall. Clock now running. Bouncing on the balls of his feet, stepping up and firing. Near side to Chase Roberts. Roberts makes the catch and into Utah Tech territory at the 47-yard line. So a 23-yard gain. Jaron Hall to Chase Roberts. Chase has his second catch of the day. 47-yard line of Utah Tech. First down and 10. BYU with a win today would go to 6-5. and five, Nailed down its postseason eligibility. And Kalani said he would expect the bowl news sooner than later. BYU targeted for one of a number of ESPN-owned and operated bowls this year. No particular bowl tie-in. Shotgun snap to Hall. Hall will throw on the run to his left and throw complete to Puka Nakua for a first down. Actually, that's right. The, I should have said the earlier play, because of the uh, personal foul, was not a first down. It was a 23-yard game, but created a second and one, or a third and one, beg your pardon. That moves the sticks for BYU. So that was a third and one after the big play to Chase Roberts, but because of the Markoff, wasn't yet to the line to gain. So stepping back and now moving the chains is BYU on the Puka Nakua reception to the left side. So BYU first and 10 now from the 37 of Utah Tech. 7.40 to play in the third quarter, almost halfway through quarter number three. Pistol formation, Brooks behind Jaron Hall. Strength is to the right. Puka motions back to the left, and that's where Jaron Hall targets Puka Nakua. Makes the catch, a first down. Measuring his paces down the far boundary and is brought down to the 21-22 yard line. Gain of 15, move the sticks again for BYU. Blake, Blake Freeland just flattened. Oh, what's this flag coming down from the... The clock stops again. Here. Flag away from the play. The near side linesman, that was on the left sideline. That was on the BYU sideline. The ref on the line of scrimmage on the Utah Tech sideline came in late after the play with the flag. And suddenly this game is stuck in mud. Yeah. Mm. 7.24 to play in the third quarter. BYU 28, Utah Tech 20. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, offense number 52. 15-yard penalty from the dead ball spot. It'll be first down. That's number 52's first unsportsmanlike conduct penalty of the game. Six penalties for 77 yards for BYU today. There will be a lot to go to school on here before the Stanford game. Yeah, and I mean, two of them have been unsportsmanlike. John Nelson got one of the first half, and then Joe Tukuafu picked us one up there. Unsportsmanlike conducts are just uncalled for. You can't have them, not just because they're 15-yard penalties, but it shows a complete lack of self-control and composure. So the spot now, the 38-yard line of Utah Tech. First and 10. First and 11, beg your pardon. They backed it up where the spot of the foul was. The run by Chris Brooks gets second level. Chris Brooks makes men miss. Another flag flies as Chris gets inside the 20 to the 17. Clock will stop on another penalty. You know, Greg, we it was a Mountain West coin for the toss. And last week we had the issue with the Mountain West crew up in Boise. Sorry, last game two weeks ago where they wouldn't, they wouldn't be decisive. They wouldn't make a call. They made everything go to replay. Holding. Offense number 30. 10-yard penalty from the fly to foul. Replay first down. Correction, number 78 of the offense. Kingsley Suamataia that time. Seven penalties. And 87 yards. Nope. We'll wait for the mark off there. 40-yard line. So it'll now be first and... 12 after all that. 
Yeah, unfortunately, these last two penalties have negated very positive, you know, good game plays. 7 for 87, BYU's penalty tally. First and 12 from the Utah Tech 40. In motion, Puka. Play fake to Brooks. Screen to Brooks. Makes the catch. 40, 35, 30. First down. Inside the 20. Inside the 15. And forced out at the far boundary. And could there be no flags on the play? Is that possible? (laughs) There are no flags on the play. 18-yard line. First and 10 for BYU. Great execution. Jaron had a guy bearing right down on him, was able to do two things. One, get the ball under composure, and two, avoid getting hit and getting popped as the blitzer was bearing down on him. Back to the line on a no huddle. Jaron Hall throws back shoulder, left pylon, touchdown, and a flag. Isaac Rex makes the catch That's a at the left call. pylon, and will it be OPI? It will. Yeah, that is so soft. So push off on Isaac Rex, another penalty, and BYU will back it up. This drive. Pass interference. Offense number 83. 15-yard penalty in the previous spot. Replay first down. BYU eight penalties for 102 yards in this game. And it will now be first and 10 from the 29. Beg your pardon. Yep, first and uh, second and 25 after the 15-yard mark off. Second and 25 from First and 25. We'll get this right. It's first and 25 after the 15-yard PI back at the 28-yard line. There we go. BYU needs to get to the 13, the 3-yard line to move the chains. First and 25 from the Utah Tech 28. Penalty after penalty after penalty on this drive. Trips to the right. Single wide left. Timeout, BYU. Timeout, BYU. They're first. Let's take a break. 6-12 to play in the third. 28-20, BYU leads Utah Tech on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. To the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On this drive, BYU snapped the ball eight times. They've committed penalties on four of the eight snaps. Two of the penalties created no plays, so officially only two plays, or only six plays in this drive. Four penalties and 55 yards in this drive alone. And BYU is still in decent shape. First and 25, though, at the uh, 28 of Utah Tech. BYU 28, Utah 20. Utah Tech 20. BYU 28, Utah Tech 20 is our score. All right, Cougs come out of the timeout with uh, trips to the right, single wide left. And again, this third quarter has taken forever, and we're still only with 6-12 to play in the third. Just all the rhythm of this game wiped out. See if Jaron Hall can get it back for the O. Bring Isaac Rex to tight right. Nakua and Roberts also wide to the right. Jaron's going to look left. Pump left. Throw left. Complete Isaac Brooks. Sidestep. Uh, Chris Brooks. A sidestep and inside the 10-yard line. Chris Brooks on the reception left side. And erases nearly all the 25 yards needed. Gets the ball inside the 10 or maybe to the 10. So second down and long six, almost seven for BYU. The line to gain is outside the three. The ball's at the 10, second down. 5.45 to go in the third. Snap to Jaron. Hands off. No keeper for Jaron. Jaron, 5-4, Touchdown! Pulls the ball away from Chris Brooks and takes it in for six. Jaron Hall with his second touchdown run of the season. And the Cougs make it 34-20 with the PAT coming up. 
Such great patience on that ball fake. He rode Chris Brooks for forever with that ball in his belly, and then once he pulled it out, by that time the entire Utah Tech defense had pursued Brooks. He had one guy to beat with a blocker in front. The blocker did his did his job of getting in the way of the defender, and Jaron made one cut and was in. Five total touchdowns on the day, four receiving, and there's his first rushing to bring his total to five today. So four touchdown tosses, a touchdown run for Jaron Hall. PAT from Jake Oldward is good, capping another Mountain America touchdown. It's another Mountain America touchdown, meaning another $250 donated to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America. We'll stay right here with it after all these timeouts and flags. Good to keep play here. We'll get you to a pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers, like Smithfield Foods, take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah from farm to fork. Make pork your protein of choice all season long. For delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID now on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. We'll call that Jaron Hall touchdown run, our Bailey's move of the game, brought to you by Bailey's Moving and Storage. We move with you every step of the way since 1952. And it was a heck of an execution, as Riley described well on the play fake, with Jaron keeping it himself. Keanu Hill, by the way, his big day has been halted at halftime. No catches for Keanu Hill after halftime. Still at 6 for 137 on the day. Roberts 2 for 82. Nakua 5 for 53. The leading pass catchers for BYU kick off by Oldroyd in 2 and through the end zone for a touchback. Out to the 25 come the Trailblazers. BYU fans, you can fly to Provo with nonstop service from 13 destinations across the country with touchdown minutes just away from campus at Provo's new airport terminal. Learn more at utahvalley.com. Presented in cooperation with Explore Utah Valley and the Utah Office of Tourism. Trailblazers back on the field. Victor Gavalis has gone all the way at quarterback. Jersey number 10. On these white jerseys with red today. Red helmets. Blue pants. White socks. Red hands. Uh, red jerseys. Red pants with white jerseys. The white socks. The accent color is blue. Gavalis in the gun. Snap at his belt. Throws on the out to the left. Complete to David Fisher. Forced out on the edge by Jacob Boren, I believe. No, Caleb Hayes in coverage. Hayes makes the tackle. Gain of six. Second down and four. Clock rolling to 520 left here in quarter number three. Officials timeout on the field for injury. We'll stay right here with it with 519 on the clock and another player hurt. Where is the injured player? Yeah, he's on the. It was the ball carrier. It was the receiver on the near side. Yeah, the, I mean this near sideline has been in the shade for quite some time now, and with the, the cold temperatures, that ground's pretty hard. As he got tackled, his helmet made contact with the turf. He's a little slow getting up. He's up now, though. Yeah, it was a quick timeout. He was already on the sideline. Yeah. We'll have abbreviated postgame coverage today before getting you to basketball pregame at six o'clock. So we're going to fly through our postgame interviews and content. Get you ready for BYU and Nichols tonight. In the shotgun is Victor Gabalas. Handoff Quali Conley. Conley running off tackle right. Gets the line to gain. On a second and four, got five. Clock will stop to move the sticks. 35-20, BYU leading by 15 and maybe on the verge of pulling away. 
BYU's drives today. Punt, fumble lost, punt, then touchdown, punt, and then since then, touchdown, 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 punt, touchdown. So scores in four of the last five drives. Victor Gabalas in the gun. Conley. Conley to his left. Twins left and right. Setting the throw. Ooh. And throwing incomplete. Jumping it was Jacob Robinson. A better throw and maybe Robinson has a pick <laughs> had six. A pick. Yeah, that was my... Uh, I couldn't help it because Robinson made a great break on that ball, but it was airmailed out of bounds that, uh, man, he would have needed some Randy Moss hops and reach to get that thing. BYU football brought to you by Sela. Sela. Home is where you get to do your thing, and whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. For guaranteed year-round pest protection, visit SalaPest.com. That's S-A-E-L-A, Pest.com. Second and ten from the Utah Tech 36. Handoff Conley. Conley feeling his way down the line. A flag flies at the end of the run, which was a run of maybe a one, maybe two. And another clock stoppage in this interminable third quarter. It is crazy, Greg. I mean, 4:23. I don't. We don't keep track of real time, but if we were in real time, this quarter would. I mean, it's probably coming up on 35 minutes or so, and we still have 4:23 to go. Holding, offense number 54, 10-yard penalty, replay second down. The fans applaud the fact there was a flag against the other team this time. BYU eight penalties for a bucko two. And for Utah Tech, that's four for 35 now on the day. It'll be a second down and 20 from the Utah Tech 26-yard line. Of course, the fourth quarter may go more quickly, presuming BYU has a big, big lead at that point. Three wide down linemen for BYU, very wide. And a three-man rush. Cabal's with plenty of time. Has an open receiver, makes the catch at the 40, 42, 43, and forced out at the 44, Malcolm Ross Turner to the left. And so it'll create a third down and short. Third down about two for Utah Tech. Maybe three on the spot. Yeah, three yards on the spot. So from the 43, it is third down and three. Utah Tech is four for ten on fourth downs, which is better than their season average at 27%. Clock is at 340 and rolling. 28, uh, make it 35-20 BYU on top. Cabalas awaits a shotgun snap. Takes it at his belt. Looks left, now immediately right. And goes deep and wide right. And it is incomplete. Intended for Joey Hobart. Coverage from Jacob Robinson and no flag on that play. As Hobart leaned back, could not haul it in. And no chance on the fourth and three from the 43. They will not go for it. They'll punt it away. So Andrew Day is on. And returning is Hobbs Nyberg. My mission president's name was Andrew Day. Hmm. Yeah. Any re- we'll have to check if there's any relation. I'm kidding. This Andrew Day punts it away. Back spinning end over ender. And a catch made by Nyberg and immediately tackled. It was no fair catch. He was tackled immediately upon receipt of the football. And it'll be BYU first down and 10 from its 18-yard line. Ball directly between the hash marks. And Jaron Hall. I believe will be a part of this offensive huddle. Oh yeah, it's I beginning think. to be time where you think about when his day will end. But maybe a drive, maybe a touchdown drive here does it. Definitely, yeah. No, 15. You you take this thing out to 22 to start the fourth quarter, and uh, you start um, getting your rotating your guys out. 
BYU records show that Keanu Hill is the only BYU receiver with uh, three touchdown catches in a single quarter. Because he got them all in the second, right? He had all, yeah, yeah, correct. BYU, BYU did all of its uh, touchdown scoring in the first half in the second quarter. Keanu, thrill, uh, Keanu Hill, yeah, he's been Keanu thrilled today, right? Uh, six for 137 and those three scores. Under center is Jaron Hall. The tailback is Chris Brooks, and they'll throw on first down. A back shoulder, and it is out of bounds and complete. To the left was the back shoulder throw intended for Puka Nakua. Clock will stop. 310 to play in the third. BYU 35 and Utah Tech 20. That makes me wonder, and I'm sure it's been done before, but how many times a uh, BYU quarterback has thrown four touchdown passes? All of Jaron's... Uh, in a single quarter? Yeah, all of the touchdowns in the quarter were passes. 18-yard line, second down and 10. Play clock's already down to 10. And BYU's still in the huddle. Yeah, let's go, guys. Yeah, miscommunication. Yeah, there could be a timeout, timeout here. Wow. Another stoppage, another timeout. Timeout, BYU. It'll be 30 seconds. We'll stay right here. Jaron Hall today, 20 for 27, 374. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. A 74% completion rate, 239.3. How close is Jaron Hall to his career high in single-game passing yardage at uh, 374? Didn't he have like 383 or something earlier this year? He's got to be close, if not already surpassed. That's why they invented computers. Or Ralph. Or Ralph, which those terms are synonymous. 377 in his last game. Boise State game. So uh, Jaron is three yards away from tying, four yards away from setting his new single game career passing high, which was set just last game. BYU out of the timeout in this third quarter. It feels like it's halfway through the fourth in terms of tempo and where this game is at, but it's been a very slow-moving third quarter. 3-10 to play in the third, second and 10, BYU at the Cougar 18-yard line. Holland shotgun, they're empty. Quick into Isaac Rex. Rex makes the catch and has the first down. Nearly shook off those last two tacklers. He's dragged down to the 32. Clock will stop to move the chains and then restart. 3.03 to play in the third. BYU with a 15-point lead. And with that, Jaron Hall has sets a new single-game passing yardage high. 388 yards now and counting. This could be Jaron's first-ever 400-yard game, throwing it in a BYU uniform. Tight end and two wides left. Single wide right. They'll motion Puka and then re-motion him back out to the right. A short boot for Jaron. Jaron steps up and goes for Braden Cosper. Cosper makes the catch inside the 35. Forced out at the Utah Tech 33-yard line. The big gainer and Jaron goes well over 400 yards on that play with 232 to play here in the third quarter. And a Utah Tech player down. is down. Yeah. Injury stoppage. time on the field for injury. Hey, Mitch, maybe a quarter break. Run out there, tell the ref that we got to get Greg over to basketball. No, it, it, just, 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 going on. just consider running clock in the fourth quarter. Just consider <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Slip him a 20 or something, maybe. <laughs> Keep the flags in the pocket, boys. 2.32 to play here in the third. 35-20 BYU. 36-yard hookup there for Hall to Braden Cosper. 424 yards through the air for Jaron Hall today. First 400-yard day and new career high. And Utah Tech player not even being held to his feet on the BYU sideline. He was one of the tacklers of Cosper, maybe the tackler of Cosper. 
that uh, that route. So two-man route. Keanu Hill drew the double team. Uh, Puka Nakua was on the um, the fly sweep motion, so he was back. So the two guys sent down the field. It was another play action. Max protect. Keanu Hill drew the double coverage. Jaron's been done a great job of identifying who's getting the double coverage, taking advantage of the single, and he let the ball go with a lot of anticipation. He it was a post corner route, so Cosper was heading on his post, which is an in break, and then stuck his foot in the ground. Uh, Jaron had actually let the ball go before he had broken to the corner or towards the sideline. Really great execution. So safety Tyrell Grayson is up and walking all the way across the field. The full 53 and a third yards from BYU's team area to the Utah Tech team area. Clock is stopped as it has been for so much of this third quarter. 2.32 to play with BYU leading it by 15. Not much on the ground for BYU today. As Riley noted earlier, low yards per carry number. It's only at 3.5. 80 yards on 23 totes. BYU's passed it 29 times, completing 22 for 424 yards, all from Jaron Hall. Jacob Conover's appeared in one game, but doesn't have any pass yards on the day, or on the season. Jaron Hall, the hand clap, forced out of his pocket, throws downfield. Cosper again makes the catch, 13-yard line, has the 10, inside the 10 to the 6-yard line. First and goal for BYU. Utah Tech brought a blitz from the boundary, and there was a hold. Holding. Offense number 78. 10-yard penalty. Replay first down. This quarter, the clock is stopped again for a penalty, and it'll bring it back again on a penalty for BYU. Nine penalties, 112 yards. Uh, you mentioned the lack of inability to get anything going on, on the ground for BYU. That'll be that'll be interesting if and when they do eventually rotate the second and third stringers in. If you still try and move the ball, just because it's not your starters in there, it doesn't mean you concede to punt every time. So it'll be interesting to see the mix of run to pass. Traditionally, it's very heavy run, but uh, if BYU continues to be anemic, see if they let Conover throw the ball. Trips to the right, single wide left. First down 20 now from the Utah Tech 42. Jaron dancing in the pocket and dirts it to the right side. Incomplete. Clock will stop on the incompletion. Riley, you asked a question out loud a moment ago. You wondered how many BYU quarterbacks had as many as three touchdown passes in a quarter, which is what... Uh, Jaron had four. Jaron had four, beg your pardon. The only time that a BYU quarterback that we see to have four passing touchdowns in a quarter was when Max Hall actually surpassed UCLA? it with five against UCLA back in yeah, 2008. Yeah, 49-0 yeah. game. So five touchdowns for Max in a quarter back in uh, 2008 in that UCLA game. Was that also the second quarter, I believe? I don't know if they got that for you on the stat. I think that was. As I remember watching that yeah, game, I think it was almost the was. second quarter right before halftime. I think Harvey cut the last one right before the break. Yeah. Stepping up in the pocket is Hall and Ooh. throws high for Cosper and intercepted off the deflection. Jaden Sheridan on the pick for Utah Tech, and he's tackled at the 43 of the Trailblazers. Utah Tech first down with 149 to play in the third. So Jaron Hall goes across the middle and getting a fingertip to it is all is Cosper, and it floats into the arms of Jaden Sheridan with his first INT of the season, first of his Utah Tech career with under two to play here in the third quarter. Well, here we were talking about second and third stringers and how they might run the mix and such. And I mean, a two-possession ball game and the way that Utah Tech has been able to have success, although obviously no success in this uh, extremely long third quarter. They had 20 at half and continue to have 20 points. But uh, going into the fourth quarter, if it's a two-possession or even a one-possession game, 
uh, I got to imagine Kalani's going to keep the starters in. A lot of throwing, and Gabala's throws complete to the far side. At the far number is complete for only a gain of two to Michael Moten with his first catch of the day. That was BYU's ninth giveaway of the season, and that ties, rather, BYU's record for a fewest giveaways in a year was nine, set in 2020, and BYU's already at nine with two games to play. You'd think at least two games to play, or as many as two games. Empty for Gabalas. Now they'll move one of those receiving options back into the backfield, so it's Conley joining Gabalas. The deep drop, and deep down oh. the field drop, but is that a straight drop by Joey Hogan? It was, yeah, inc- extremely uncharacteristic. He had two hands on that thing, was pulling it into his chest, and just kind of dropped it. At the 25-yard line of BYU. Clock will stop. 108 to play here in the third quarter. 35-20. BYU leading Utah Tech. Mitch, if he has the gloves, does he make that catch? Yeah, I think he does. Shotgun on third and seven. Utah Tech 4 of 11 on third downs. The deep drop, the climb in the pocket, and he goes for Hobart downfield and off of Hobart's hands incomplete. It'll be fourth down and seven from the Utah Tech 48, uh, 48-yard line. Punt team in. One minute remaining here in the third quarter. 35-20. BYU with the lead and punting away Andrew Day. Hobbs Nyberg in return position for BYU. Stanford game next week is uh, 8 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Mountain Time. And maybe between now and then we already learned BYU's bowl destination as the Cougs will be bowl eligible after today. Presuming they hold on here in the fourth quarter, that is. Hunt away by day. Not terribly deep. Fair catch called for and interfered with his Hobbs Nyberg flag will fly. Of course a flag will fly. And the clock will stop at 50 seconds. Interference with the opportunity to catch a kick will be the call. And BYU will get a few yards out of it. Kick catch interference. Offense number 17. 15-yard penalty from the end of the play. First down. So uh, 28-yard line the spot. And the Cougs will get the ball back on offense. Still in the third quarter with 50 seconds remaining. BYU's at the 35-point plateau, and uh, it's rare that BYU loses games, especially at home, when they get to 30 or more, as they've done today. The Arkansas game that BYU lost 52-35 was one of those rare instances this year. Under center is Jaron Hall. See if they run the ball with Chris Brooks here. Hand off to Chris. And Brooks gets a nifty gain of 7, almost 8 to the left side. The clock running at 40 seconds here in the third quarter. So under Kalani Sitake, when BYU scores 30 or more at home, the record is 20-1, and and the only loss was that loss to Arkansas earlier this season. Overall, BYU 36-3 under Kalani when the Cougs score 30 or more, as they've done today. This could be the final snap of the first half. Brooks the tailback. Jaron Hall the quarterback of the third quarter, I should say. We're in the third quarter of play, 10 seconds to play. A turn and handoff to Brooks. Brooks moves the sticks. Brooks moves tacklers. And Brooks goes down at the 44-yard line. The clock will stop to move the chains and then restart to get us to the end of the third quarter. That will do it. 
after three quarters of play. BYU 35 and Utah Tech 20. Fourth quarter next year on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.